Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. Ooh. Ooh. I really try not to scream on here. Yo, fun fact, right? You want to know what we just learned? Tell them, babe. We just did it. We were just making a TikTok before recording this. Oh. And she freaked me out. You can post pictures on TikTok now. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I literally just took a picture with her and I just posted it. So we'll see. TikTok just said, you know what? Fuck y'all banned. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm going to put all these features on here before y'all shut it down. Right. That's crazy. That's actually pretty litty. Yeah, I know. All right, so what's the juice? Come on, holla at me. I like your shirt. Thank you. Very camp. I got this from Boohoo. Mm-hmm. You know, for everybody that's always asking what I'm wearing, uh, I'm a gatekeep. Why? So I know, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm talking shit. Uh, no, I really do get asked all the time what I'm wearing. And it's not me gatekeeping or being ignorant by not answering your comments. Uh, it just be a lot, especially in my TikTok. Like, people always ask me what I'm wearing. I get all my shit from Boohoo, y'all. They should sponsor you. They should. They should because sometimes they begin a little pricey with their little uh, shipping. Yeah. But I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Boohoo, boohoo, whatever. I think it's boohoo. It's, I think it is too. Anyway, I've been shopping at boohoo for years now mm-hmm. and that's literally where I get all my stuff. And it's it's fairly affordable. Um, sometimes the material I feel like is a hit or miss, but most of the quality is pretty good. Um, it's kind of like a sheen. It's kind of like Sheen. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, but Sheen, it's not giving for me. Sheen. I love Sheen. Anyway, thank you. You look cute too. Tell me. What are you wearing? I got this from Amazon. Okay, Kim Kardashian. That's what you're giving. You're giving a Kardashian right now. (laughs) I got this for free. Mmm. Per. At least somebody's getting something for free. But, okay, so what's new, what's new, what's new? Okay, so May 13th in Brooklyn, we're going to go to Preciosa Night. I don't know if we've said it on the podcast yet, but we are letting you know now so you can get your tickets and plan in advance. Y'all have a whole, like, month to prepare. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they are, it's going to be, like, a LGBTQ party being hosted by Eden and Jay who were on our podcast before. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. I just love being in, like, I don't I, not that it's going to be, like, this gay atmosphere, but, yeah. It is going to yeah. be a gay atmosphere. Like, yeah, but I don't want to make it seem like it's just, like, uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but I, I love being in and gay And it's going to be in, in Brooklyn, and it's, like, very, like, a lot of POC people are going to be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be nice, too. Yeah, I think they might have some performers. I don't know, but they have a lot of parties mainly in LA, mm-hmm. and now they're gonna do one in Brooklyn. So yeah, yeah. they be Cali living. So mm-hmm. if you around there, you should definitely check them out. Yeah. Um, but this will be, be the first. Well, I don't want to say the first, but this will be our first time, um, actually attending, and they're doing they're doing it out. Like, yeah, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, go get your tickets, and we'll see you there. Hey. Mm-hmm. We coming with the squad. Yeah. We're coming Boys. with a lot of people. Coming with all the bad shorties. There's also like a dress code. Like when you buy your ticket, they send you an email and they're saying to like wear pink, orange, white. Basically like the lesbian colors. But I'm sure you could wear whatever you mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Can't wait to see you guys there. I already know some people are going to be there. So I'm excited. Yes. So a conversation came up the other day. Uh-huh. 
And I, I was like, you know, I have to bring it up to the podcast because I just thought it was crazy. <laughs> um, Was it Travis and stuff that? No, no, no. Oh, I you, actually. You so okay. I was listening to this podcast by Horrible Decisions and they were talking about something that was talked about in this other podcast called Rory and Mal. But basically, there's this. There's this basically event going around in Atlanta, pretty much, where they're having rose parties. And when you think about it, you're like, oh, like, I don't know, like a party with a bunch of roses or like a brunch. Like, it's just giving spring, you know? (laughs) I mean, me, when I, like, now I automatically think of Rosie when I think of rose. So... It's it's rose party as in the rose the sex toy the rose? toy that we talked about before that they show sponsors by now, uh, but pretty much, women are are getting together, and they're using the rose like in front of each other, in a party. So it's like a bunch of girls. So like they're all like in a circle apparently, and so it's kind of it's kind of giving like a sex party. Yeah. Okay. And it gets even crazier because it says that. Um, it basically people want to see like how long you can use the vibrator before you get an orgasm, and apparently the last person to get one, everybody has to eat them out. Uh huh. Good for you. Good for you. Sounds like a boatload of um pleasure. Se pasan. <laughs> and apparently like people are getting tested to go to this so like people oh wow yeah yeah, it's like a whole thing at least it's like a they're practicing safe safe sex yeah who knows but google like look it up on tiktok because it's going around a lot on tiktok and some people are like totally against that and some people are like really down with that like if you read the comments and I just want to know, is this, are these straight people or gay people doing this? Because I feel like the straights are doing this. No, because you know what's really crazy is no. when um, I seen the, the TikTok where it was like all the reactions, like them being funny. Mm-hmm. And it was all like guys like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Dirty, like talking shit. Mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. So like that really makes me think, are guys nastier than women or are women actually like... You know, it's, I don't want to say nasty no. as in like a like dirty or nothing, but I'm saying like no. there's this this idea that guys are like the freaky ones and want all the nasty shit. But I feel like when it actually comes down to the nasty shit, they really not ready for it. And I feel like when women show that something like that, and they're mm-hmm. like, "What the f- like? What are y'all? Yeah. What are y'all doing?" No, but I've heard stories about like guys getting together and jerking, oh, yeah. jerking off. I'm, I so why are they are uh, why are they surprised? They do the same shit. This is gay behavior. Like, I don't want to <laughs> hear know. any. Like, this is all gay behavior. Everyone who's, like, doing this is giving gay. Oh, like this Rosie thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Am I crazy? Like, no, all right, I feel so, like, like you, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a harder thing. It's like a sex party, but then yeah. it's, like, the aspect that you have to eat somebody out. Mm. Are they considered a winner? I mean, why or are they, are they considered a loser? What do you mean? Like, are they is the last person to orgasm considered a winner or a loser? <laughs> well, doesn't it say that they're a winner? I don't know. Mm. I feel like you could cheat with that. Like the whole thing is just interesting. I don't know, but shout out to them. At least they're you know putting good use to Rosie. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a grand old time. That's mm-hmm. how you throw a party. Yeah, if you want to look up the person who's hosting these parties, I have their TikTok name. Mm-hmm. 
They're called Temptress Medusa. So that's spelled T-E-M-P-T-R-E-S-S, Medusa. Oh, you got the whole shebang. The whole thing. That's cool, though. Keep and they wear, there. like, lingerie and stuff. Matt cute. It's, yeah. It's a legit, <laughs> it's a legit occasion. Yikes. What the That's world cool. is coming to. Hey, embrace your shit. You yeah. Know? Ain't nobody judging. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's a little crazy at times when you think about it, when you first hear it. But if it's for you, it's for you. Uh-huh. Anyway, you got anything else you want to share before we No, that was pretty. That was the, those were my updates for the week. Word. Anyway, you look cute, by the way. Again, if I didn't say it the first time. Me. No, I'm dead. But like, thanks. Okay, I had to match her energy, y'all. Because remember last episode, I felt like I was talking. Yeah, she, she was like, well, this is like a big deal. This is like an event. So I got to be cute. So I had to step my game up. Oh, my me. lordy. I even brought the guns out. Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, nah, let me stop. <laughs> All right, so I wanted to get into adult relationships, right? I feel like, well, at least for me, I don't know about you, but growing up, I feel like we had so many people surround us, whether it was, you know, our closest family, friends of the family. I felt like other than growing up with all the kids within the family, Mm -hmm. there was always like my parents always had like their own entertainment, their own social relations going on. Whether, you know, it being just people coming over, mm-hmm. um, family birthday parties, uh, barbecues, beach days, mm-hmm. like literally for anything, like oh. literally mm-hmm. like for anything, my parents would always have like, you know, friends over mm-hmm. and family over. And, and I feel like the older we're getting, we're kind of getting away from that. Um, yeah. I don't know if... Like, I wonder if my parents felt that way. I mean, I feel like now... Felt like what? Like, the older they were getting, the less Things time were they had to socialize or, like, be friends or, you know, have all those things. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Like I said, growing up, I feel like there was so much of that that you don't see that now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's just when you're kids, you think, like... I don't know. You know how you think when you're a kid. You think, like, everything is... Just so much more than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. And I think the older that I'm getting, I'm realizing like, wow, what happened to that? Was that just because I was a kid? It seemed so big. It seemed mm-hmm. so. Um, but yeah, how did do you feel like it was like that for you? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like um, things used to be bigger when I was younger. Yeah, like I feel like more people were at parties. More you had more people like during thanksgiving like it was like we would all come together but i think that divorce plays a huge part in that and yeah. people, people get divorced then they start doing separate things and then that's it yeah separation it's like really so good. weird but i think you and your family still do a pretty good job yeah um keeping especially for your, it, it your just, sister's kids a lot of things change when my cousin and his wife got divorced mm. and we were like really cool with them we would have really big parties, and I feel like things just went downhill. But what can you do? Uh, you can't mm-hmm. force people to come together. But I just feel like now, um, like as we're getting older, this is our time to like. I mean, granted, we don't have any kids, so I guess we don't have to keep that sense of like um, traditions. Or, yeah, yeah, around because we don't have the kids. But I also feel like you know it'd be nice to keep that or grow continue and grow that type of um 
environment so that when we not only just for ourselves but eventually when we do have kids mm-hmm. we do have that um for when they're growing up mm-hmm. honestly i think like the kids now in my family they're like they were from being together all the time to now like we're low-key growing apart That's sad. and it, it it's very sad because i'm like wow like they kind of didn't in the beginning of their years, they got they grew up how we did in terms of always having these family functions. And now that, um, like you said, separation plays a part, but also loss of family members play a part too. Mm-hmm. I think with my mom's side of family, losing family members, you know, slowly but surely when the family is already so small, mm-hmm. um, it kind of just has distance, yeah. you know, us in a way. I mean, so, yeah. And also to tie that in with like LGBTQ relationships and friendships like things change when you come out yeah if people be saying like oh no like i still love you like you know you're still the same person but i do feel like once it gets to a serious level where you have a partner that you live with they don't want to see it and you're like you know getting married or having kids then like things get a little bit weird people start being a little bit more distant Mm -hmm. and unfortunately some family members just don't support it so it's like they just don't get it. They don't support it. Or they're just around, but they're being fake. And then behind your back, they're talking shit. And it's it's unfortunate, but it's the reality of being gay and coming out mm-hmm. to your family, to your friends. Like, sometimes things change. Yeah. It's actually a little crazy. Mm-hmm. We were reading an article by, like, the New York Times, and it talked about, like, how many friends do you really need? A hundred. <laughs> kidding so how many close friends do you think you have um she has so many they always it's say incredible. This, i have so many um i don't know i'm i would think it's it's well under close to 10 uh-huh that's a big number i mean yeah that's fairly big yeah. but close friends that that's a pretty big number i mean i think yeah mm-hmm. you know yeah i would say like four but I think that it's different. It's it's weird because I, I feel like I didn't grow up with that many friends. Like I grew up with associates, people I mm-hmm. I, I would see in school yeah. or like at work. But I'm that type of person that I'm a little bit weird on who I can hang out with mm-hmm. outside of certain environments because I feel like um you know if I have to in, like entertain you mm-hmm. or I really feel like um like I have to just pretty much entertain you like if i'm hosting something and like i I just feel like you have to be entertained at all times um i don't usually like to be in charge of entertaining people see that's why i say that my close friends are like four because i feel like there's no entertaining needed like right so when you have like people that you don't necessarily need to entertain you're comfortable with we could sit down and shoot the shits Uh chill in the crib and that's no problem yeah that's that's what i like yeah now I think there's a difference, obviously, between people you can go out with. You know, I have those friends, mm-hmm. and then I have friends that I could just literally sit down and shoot the shit with. Yeah. Um, and yes, it tends to be a little bit more than others, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, th- so I've been, I was seeing a lot of videos on TikTok talking about this, but like, do you separate your friend groups when it comes to birthdays and celebrations and things like that? I really don't like to i don't like to either i feel like 
as someone who like it's your birthday right like you want to chill you don't want to be stressed you don't even want to be hosting but you want to celebrate right and i feel like having to do separate things for separate friends i just feel like it's extra it's too much like at the end of the day either y'all gonna be cool or y'all not gonna be cool but i'm not worried about it and maybe it's because my 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 friend group is kind of smaller so i don't gotta worry about too much but like i feel like Usually for vac- like for my birthday I go on vacation, but if I was doing like a dinner or something like that, y'all are invited. I don't really care. Yeah, like I'm not gonna do separate. It's just too much. Mm-hmm. But that's me because I'm a little bit more low maintenance. But I know there's people that are high maintenance, and I've definitely been one of those friends where it's like, oh, you you didn't invite me. Oh, then we're not cool. Oh, you've been one of those friends. So I was cool with this girl. She's probably never gonna listen to this, and if she does, <laughs> I really don't care. So things changed when I came out, but. It was like it was like slowly but surely it was like a separation. It was like one thing would happen and then another thing would happen. It was like okay, but basically, the, so they were having a birthday party, mm-hmm. and I've hung out with her friends before. Like they're they're Dominican Puerto Rican. Like there's no awkwardness at all. Um, we would go to a lot of college parties together too. Like I would go to her college. We would be like bar hopping. All these things were her friends. Um, so. It was her birthday, and I remember me and my friend at the time, um, we weren't aware of it. And I think I had gone away that weekend to, like, a conference for work. So, for me, I wasn't that hurt because I was like, well, I couldn't go anyway. Mm -hmm. But my friend who was in town hit her up, like, um, yo, let me know if you're still going to have, like, the brunch or whatever. Because she was giving her, like, like bullshit and talking about, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. Then um, she saw, like, a Instagram story. And the girl was like getting ready to go out or she was already out. And then my friend had her up again like, yo, I told you that I was down. Like, let me know. And last minute she was just like, oh, my bad. Like, I totally forgot to invite you. How you forget to invite her when she kept asking you, yo, what's the plans for your birthday? Like, I'm down to go. Like, my my friend at the time was like really like insistent on like i'll i'll oh, be there yeah. if you're gonna do it let me know and then i'll be there that's such bullshit and, and then she hit her with the oh i forgot how how you forget to invite your best friend your so-called best friend nah. so for me at that point i wasn't hurt but i was just like that's corny like i didn't like that she did that to her because i'm like she would have done the same shit to me mm-hmm. and then we were started thinking like maybe she just didn't want us there didn't want you there because of the whole mixing of friends. But like I said, we had chilled with her friends before. Yeah, like, so it came off weird. Like, we're from the same background. We talk Spanish. You know like what it, I think it was? What? It was because y'all were the two better looking friends. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so they were like, nah, you know, I don't want you to come steal my shine. I probably, but, he, they probably had a, a little sense, you know, somebody was trying to see what's up with. And probably, you know, people that, be a little bit insecure when they see. They do. But I feel like that's corny because I'm never the type of friend to make people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, when you bring me around your friends, I feel like I can be anywhere. Yeah. I can literally, I can be around white people i can be around latinos i can be around black people like i'm gonna be i'm gonna talk regardless i'm not gonna be this awkward person just standing around like i'm talkative i'm fun i like to drink like i'm i'd be down i'd be down so it's like for you to act like i was gonna be like a oddball or some weird shit like that like i thought that was corny Mm -hmm. so like that's when i was really like i'm cutting this girl off because she'd be weird Mm -hmm. with it and like little things like that would happen all the time yeah so 
that's why I'm conflicted when people say like, oh, like mixing your friends group, friend groups. And I think that also relates to LGBTQ stuff too, because have you ever brought like your straight friends to like a gay club? Yeah. I feel like your friends are okay with that. Like your friends are pretty comfortable with it. They're not awkward. Mm -hmm. Not all people are like that though. Like people get weird, mm -hmm. and sometimes people want to go to gay clubs as like if it's a, if it's something fun, mm -hmm. like for their bachelorette party and things like that. Like they just think it's like a fucking zoo in there. Like I don't know what they, I don't know what <laughs> oh, they think it is, yeah. but they that's like on their bucket list type shit. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> but, think it's something exotic or something like yeah, what? yeah. Like I, no, I, bitch, we just not have a good time, right? But it's like when you are the only gay friend. And you want to go to these gay bars and gay clubs? It's awkward because it's like you're if your friends aren't down with it, it's like you kind of have to force them to go with you, and then it's like it's weird. It's like awkward. Like it's yeah. like you just want to be around people who are comfortable with yeah. this lifestyle in quotations, mm -hmm. this lifestyle. Um, but then when you, as a gay friend, you go to straight clubs, it, you're just there like with your arms crossed because it's just not the vibe. Mm -hmm. Why is it not the vibe? Because people, men are weird. When I go to the straight club every time, like, these men don't fail to, like, be weird. With the whole, like, trying hard to, like, talk to me. And then I'm like, I'm not interested. Or, like, oh, I have a girlfriend. And they don't seem to understand that either. Mm -hmm. And the whole touching your waist when they got to walk by you. Why? You can't just walk. You got, like, why you got to touch me to do that? Mm -hmm. So it's like going to straight places is also not, it's not it sometimes. I have no problem with it. But at the same time, it's just annoying to have to always go to straight places. Like, I remember with my best friend, we're both gay, and he was just so tired of always having to go to um, straight places. He was like, how come people just don't come in gay places with me? I'm like, I could go with you, but I don't know about everybody else. <laughs> were you doing that before you came out there? Or like um, not a lot, though. Mm. I wasn't really. Why? Because then people know that you're gay. Or you could just be a straight person in there. I feel like it's easier for, uh, I don't want to say it's easier, but I would think that most people don't think much as a female when you go to um, like queer spaces or gay spaces. Yeah. As to when you're going with, like as a guy. Yeah. So I would think like if, if you guys were going for you, uh -huh. it, they would assume more that he's that he's the gay one yeah and you're just the straight girlfriend coming to have fun yeah well, i guess i just didn't do much because they didn't have a lot of places by my college so it was like so where'd y'all go to, to a straight bar oh. nearby oh, okay. or like we would go to a lot of places like in north jersey but like there's like one place in north jersey but it i don't think that shit was open back in the day <laughs> when i was going out a lot 626 oh that's the, i still want to go there that's a gay that's like the only gay club right now in north jersey I unless there's more go keep there. me updated because i'm confused yeah. um but yeah so <clears throat> how would you say i guess for you it's different but how would you say that your friends have changed your friend group has changed since coming out I don't think it did change. It, I don't think so either. You've always think, had gay friends. I feel like... No. Okay. So I think prior to the last couple years, mm -hmm. my, my friend group was truly small. It was like, unless you were family, um, I really only had like maybe three friends. Mm -hmm. 
twin has always been there mm-hmm. for years. So, and at this point, I don't count her as my best friend. She's literally just family. Yeah. Like, she's pretty much my sister. Um, and I feel like all the friends that I have now didn't come till years later. Mm-hmm. So, it was whatever when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, I think roughly when I turned about 22, mm-hmm. at that point, I was already pretty much like out. I was already doing, you know, living my gay best life. So, I think um, it didn't. It wasn't weird. Like, most of my friends were like, yeah, like, JoJo, wherever you going, we going because you're fun. Like, mm-hmm. they just fuck with my energy and my vibe. So I think, um, I, like, I didn't give them, scare, you know, weird energy. And I was always down. Like, okay, we're going to go to, you know, straight club or whatever. I mean, it really doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, as long as we had a good time. Yeah. But I don't think, like... They were ever weird about it. I I think there was a few that just wouldn't. I don't see in the gay spaces. Yeah. Um, and then there's some that's like, yeah, I want to go. Like, it don't matter. But yeah. I also think that that comes from being around gay people, having those gay friends, having those mm-hmm. those gay family members, or like in question yourself. You know right. that you're like, oh, I can do that. Like, I'm not uncomfortable in these spaces because I'm not uncomfortable with the person right i'm going with Mm -hmm. you know um so i think maybe if you didn't like for your friend if your friend wasn't around people like that or just wasn't they didn't want to seem a certain type of way because they had never Mm -hmm. hung out with someone who's gay like yeah okay i mean it's really no different i come out to have fun like you too like i don't need you to be gay with me i just want you to accompany me yeah Mm -hmm. i feel like sometimes they just feel pressured like, I don't know. Like, pressured for, to do what? Gay so, activity? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like. I feel like like one time I did go to 626 with a friend. And, like, this girl was trying to holler at her. She was, like, entertaining her. But then I was like, are you, like, really down with this? And she was like, no, I'm scared. I'm like, what the fuck are you scared about? Just be like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, it it's weird to have to, like, um, what do you call it? Deny people or... But then I feel like you like reject them. Reject them. Yeah. I feel like you. It would be weird if you, not weird, but I'm saying then Uh that it should be like that with everyone you don't want, not just a female. Because I came into a queer space and now Mm -hmm. I got some female hollering at me, even though I'm not gay. Like, but sometimes they they just love the fact there's a straight girl there. Yeah, but I think that that's more flattering anyway. If Mm -hmm. I was straight and some gay girl came up to me and she was pretty. But that's just me. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't think that it affected mm-hmm. me or my friendships being gay. I think if anything, like, yeah, I've been my truest self mm-hmm. more than anything. Honestly, I hate to say it, but I think I've had more, more of a hard time being in a relationship, mm-hmm. not like being gay. I think some of my rela- my friendships have been like, mm, because I'm in a relationship now and I'm mm-hmm. not the single person that they were used to for so many years. Mm-hmm. I think that's where some yeah things come into play. Yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I feel like we're not that couple that's like attached at the hip. Yeah. So when I hear shit like that, I'm like, it's weird because it's like we're not. Like there's a lot of times where you go out with your friends and I stay home or I do my own thing. Like I have no problem with you going out with your friends and chilling at all. So Mm -hmm. I I find it weird. It's like, what more do you want? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's just, um, I don't know, just the, the individual that I've become. Yeah, I know. I get that. I think everybody changes when they're in a relationship because my friends in the past have told me that too. 
oh like i like single dyra right <laughs> why <laughs> like because single dyra. are we going out and drinking all the time i think it's just the thought of you being boundaryless to an extent like you're down for the shit yeah, no matter like what it is whatever. yeah you're just you don't like, gotta double it. check and not that we yeah. got not that we gotta double check with each other but we have like, to be considerate we have to be considerate like this podcast also take a lot takes a lot of our time it takes a lot of our weekends we have two dogs like you know like i don't know you're not just this free person yeah yeah you can't mm-hmm. just be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. Like before I used to do that. I'd be like, mom, I'm, I'm out. I'm I'll see you uh, in the morning or something. Bye. Like, you yeah. I would be just my hitting motherfuckers up. Like, what we doing? Like, let's just, I'm going to just come over. Like, I used to just go over yeah. to my friend's house and just, just to be out the crib. Yeah. And like now, it's not that I don't want to come over. It's just like. But it's also different when do. you have your own house. Yeah. Like, it's like when you have your own space, not just your a house, like your own space. Like, so, I don't know. We make it comfy where it's like we want to be here. Mm-hmm. We don't want to leave. Like it's like we pay rent. We's gonna stay here and enjoy our time at home. But we're um, also always down to have people over. Yeah, that too. Yeah. For me, I feel like my friend group hasn't changed changed as as much before coming out, but it is definitely made like a big turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and. People, I don't know, like, I don't think it was because of me coming out. Maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, I don't know. But I think it was just, like, a lot of things just, as you grow up, you just have different values and different morals. And I feel like with me and some people, we just couldn't seem to see eye to eye with a lot of things. And I was like, I really don't need this type of shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I feel like friendship should be easy and it shouldn't be, like, a debate about certain things. And I did feel like certain friends, when certain things would pop up, there was so much commotion and debates going on during the pandemic before after the pandemic like with black lives matter and the vaccine and all this crazy shit i feel like the tension was high that's mm-hmm. like people were on opposite ends and that's what i that's why i feel like i just disconnected from a lot of people um but i do think that the pandemic in general changed a lot of things for friendships yeah um, like in the article that I was reading, um, it was saying that a professor of psychology and neuroscience at a university in Utah concluded that loneliness is as harmful to physical health as smoke as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. And during the pandemic, a lot of, a people, lot of people felt lonely yeah. because you couldn't see anybody. And if you lived alone, imagine that. And if you live like worked from home, then imagine that. So I had... It was crazy because when COVID had just started, um, that was around the time my mom had cancer. And mm-hmm. at that point, it was, we were all living in the house. I lived there. My um, younger brother lives there. Mm-hmm. My older brother was living there. And I mean, I was really the only one leaving the house most of the time because I was the only one who like had a job. Like, like you were I like an to, essential worker. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. I was in and out all the time and I was scared because I was like, damn, like, you know, my mom's not the, at, you know, her best right now. So mm-hmm. it really would scare me that I would come back with that. And it was crazy because me and her actually both end up having it. COVID? Yeah. Yeah. We both ended up, um, <laughs> I woke up one day and I couldn't taste shit and I was like, no. So me and her ended up getting a test and we both came back 
um positive but, but it was had, crazy because she, she had, had no, no symptoms. symptoms yeah and i was like shook because i was like there's four of us that live in this house how the hell and i think me and her got it the day we went to walmart to go get her damn prescriptions you took her to walmart i didn't take her she wanted to go oh so yes mm-hmm. um but i think i blame walmart we both got it there and she didn't have any symptoms luckily but i ended up like quarantining in my room and i was like losing my shit i was like facetiming her because i was just so bored and like it didn't matter how much it, what you had tiktok all day and eventually I, w- I walked out the room mm-hmm. i gave it like a day or two and i was like yeah i'm coming down because this is bullshit i'm not the only one there's no way i'm the only one that has it i was like she already tested positive whatever uh-huh. um but yeah i do think like I can't imagine people who literally through that time was alone mm-hmm. for right a and long be- period of time. And because of that, a lot of people lost like f- connection and friendship because of the pandemic. Yeah. I think even after the pandemic, a lot of people kind of just shied away from the outside world. Yeah. I mean, we, we weren't outside for like a, almost a year. Yeah. Like it, it became awkward to even be around people. Mm-hmm. It was like we were getting anxiety, just the fact of being around so many people without a mask and mm-hmm. things like that. Like it was just like a weird time where it was like we were a little bit socially awkward too. Um, and it's like you want to chill with friends, but you didn't know... How to ask that? And it's like, you are you vaccinated? Are you are you, are you oh, okay? Yeah, that's the other you thing. tested? Like, it's just too much. Yeah, it's like for uh-huh. those who really it really mattered to them. Yeah. it's just like, how do you ask this question? And now? then like, that also broke up a lot of friendships because yeah, some people cause didn't some people they didn't take it as people... serious. Some people, you know. So it's like whatever, whatever you think, whatever flows your boat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so pandemic changed a lot of things, and then something else that they talked about in the article, which I thought. What's interesting can also relate to LGBTQ people was the fact that they said, ask yourself if there are any parts of your identity that feel restricted. Dr. Franco said different people bring out different parts of us. So when you have a larger friend group, you're able to experience different sides of yourself. If you feel like your identity has short has sort of shrunk or you're not feeling quite like yourself, that might indicate you need different types of friends. I agree. A hundred percent. validate that statement a mm-hmm. hundred million times. Right. Because it's like something about being gay and then being around people who aren't okay with it. You kind of feel weird and you mm-hmm. don't act like yourself. Mm-hmm. Or you don't feel comfortable talking about your relationships because they don't get it. I feel like you spend more time trying to relate to them than... Mm-hmm. Tell it, you know, giving that you need to relate to me too. Right. Mm -hmm. So you really hinder the type of person that you are in your relationships Mm -hmm. and all the things that you're feeling. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you internalize that and you're like, I'm just here for you Mm -hmm. type friend. Right. And I can honestly say that when I was younger, like that, that's how it was. It's like I had my small friends, which luckily my, my bestest friend ended up being gay too. So Mm -hmm. it was just like, all right, I wasn't in that behind the wall where it was like am i the only one yeah um but i do think that when you have such a small group you guys are all in that same mindset of just like what you believed all this time right and then in the last few like five or six years when i you know i think ultimately when i got out of my relationship is when i was like yeah like i need to be around more people like 
I want to know what that's like. I want to know what it is to party like that or live like that or, Mm -hmm. you know. So I think that's why, too, Mm -hmm. is, like, I know that all my friends Mm -hmm. have something different to offer that brings me to who I am. Mm -hmm. And I know who I can go to for what and how I can present myself. Right. I think it's important to have queer friends. Mm -hmm. Like, they just get it. It's hard, but I feel like you need to find that to kind of feel like y- your feelings are valid, you know? Yeah. yeah. I I really hate the fact that, you know, not everybody has that opportunity to have that queer relationship or, like, friendships. Um, because, like you said, it really does, like, it's, it's essential. It's necessary to... You know, which brings me to that planet sex thing when Cara Delevingne was like, I never, I always had an idea about myself, but I never thought really anything of it because I was never in those spaces. And right. then when she, that first episode when she's like, she went to Pride for the first time and she just saw like it's everyone really, out and living Bro, that. it's really a different world. It like is. as someone who came out like older in life, it's such a different vibe. Like I can't describe it to you. Like I feel like... Being in gay places compared to straight places, like, I don't know. Like, it's like, I can't really describe it, but. Something about it, it gives, it, it's just very prideful. Very I don't want to be like. and just very comfortable. Yeah. And very, like, like nice. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something about straight places that I feel like girls are mean. Mm-hmm. Like, there is like a mean girl thing. And it's about getting cute pictures and, like, trying to get, like, I don't know, like. Doing the most for Instagram and doing the most for guys. And it's like, mm, no. Uh, <laughs> and gay I, guys are just so funny, like so fun. They just be living their best life. Most of them, not all of them. But yeah. It's it's like being a child, right? And going mm-hmm. in, into Toys R Us. Don't, don't act like you don't remember Toys R Us. <laughs> and going into like the Barbie section, right? Whatever section is your favorite toy or whatever. And you go in there and you're like, oh my God, like uh-huh. look at all this. Like, and then you're just so excited and you're so happy. And then you meet another kid who likes the same toys as you. Like, it's yeah. just crazy. It's just like uh, just an abundant amount of excitement and love and uh-huh. relation, you right. know? Um, that's what it is for me. I think it's, it's just a feeling of, of being included mm-hmm. and like of feeling included. Yeah. And there's something about You're straight not places. Different. Where, yeah, where it's like you you feel different. I mean, mm-hmm. more for like mask people, I feel like for femmes, we get away with like it. But at yeah. the same time, you don't know how we're feeling internally. Right. You know? Um, but yeah, so why do we think it's like hard to make friends as, as like adults? Bruh, let me tell you. If it wasn't for me having my friends prior to like the last couple years or like even this relationship, woo, I'd be a loner, loner. Because I just think um, sometimes, you know, I wouldn't say it's just people stop hanging out or whatever. You know, I think it's just life. Life comes into play, you know, especially the older you get, you know, Um, like you, you mentioned living at home or in an apartment, you know, having these like grown-up expenses now before i was living at my mom's house you know only expenses i had was a little bit of rent money i was throwing her and and my car payment my car insurance and my phone i mean Mm -hmm. what was that five to eight hundred dollars a month i mean it was still a lot but ultimately it wasn't like 
these huge responsibilities. So I was out all the time, hanging out. I had free time all the time, you know? And like now I'm in the house. Like, you know, my, my expenses have gone up. Um, you know, us sharing expenses and other things. Mm -hmm. And like she said, having, having two dogs, like, you know, a, a lot of things take into effect. So yeah. it's like, I have to, with all these adulting mm -hmm. things, which that's another thing is, Making sure your your space, your home is mm -hmm. clean, stocked, you know? Mm -hmm. Ah, such adulting. <laughs> like, I just can't because it's like, I be telling her every day, we, we picking dust up off the floor and it's just like, what the hell? All the time. But, um, yeah, it gets a little bit harder to, to be around your friends because adulting, work. Mm -hmm. Our work schedules are oh so different. Everybody works in different environments and different and schedules. Different, yeah, like there's so many different people things. People work from home, people work from the office. Right. Um, so crazy. That shit makes a difference. It really does. People have kids. Yeah. Yeah. We have uh -huh. two dogs, but to the people who got kids, oof. Then you have to, as a parent, Tragic. you have to worry about, you know, child care if you're not working from home yeah. or, you know, how old are your, what's the age range of your kids? Because now they have to go to school. So now you have those hours in between where it's like, while your kid's in school, you can, you're working or you have to do your own personal things. Uh -huh. It's just a lot of factors that come in. Mm -hmm. So a little stressful yeah but i think that those are some of the things that kind of get in the way uh -huh. you know stressors people just when you actually do have the time um to like maybe go see friends or plan something with friends how many how often do you take that time and be like you know what? i'm gonna take that time to myself i would love to hang out with my friends i would love to have a girls night or something but you know what i just really need to spend time by myself mm -hmm. and sometimes i feel like that I, i'm like i want to see my bitches mm -hmm. <laughs> like i want to see my friends but i just don't have the energy today like i think i just want to stay home mm -hmm. like there's times she goes and sees her parents and i'm just like i got the house to myself <laughs> honestly sometimes when she leave i'll be like yeah i gotta go i gotta go find something to do like <laughs> uh -huh. i don't know but there's there's days where I'm just like, yo, peace. Go to your parents. Take all day. I'm going to slide around in my socks, but ass naked. No, I'm kidding. But I do be just chilling. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's it's, it's life, really. It's not anything personal or saying, like, I don't want to hang out with you. Or I don't want to, you know, you're mm -hmm. different, you know. Um, I think that that's mostly People some of the main. People would never say that. What? People would never be that honest. Oh, like, I don't want to be friends with you? Yeah, like. They, they don't do that shit. You're different. Mm -hmm. No, you got some people. They just ghost you. Ha! Oh, that's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Oh, excuse me. What do you... You got anything you think that's pretty I'm much ready, down to the bone? Yeah. Oh, okay. So why do you think people say no new friends? No new friends. <sighs> no new friends. Or what do you think about that whole idea of no new friends? Um, What do I think about that? I think it's corny. <laughs> no new friends. I don't like corny. that. Corny. No, I don't like that. Um, sometimes you have to get rid of the old friends to make new friends. <laughs> I think it's healthy. I think you should have new friends. Like, why not? You know? I get that. If I have that mentality, then I'm never going to grow because then I'm always going to be cool with the same people who have the same ideas. Mm -hmm. Unless they're growing and healing, evolving, then okay. But I feel like having new friend groups is it's healthy. I was about to say, I think it's 
cool when you grow up with someone for such a mm-hmm. long time. You're like, we're going to be besties forever. Um, and some really, you know, friendships usually do last a lifetime. Uh, but I think you have to be, you know, in the mind space of like, okay, yes, we could be friends forever, but we also have to be realistic and know that we're going to, to change over right. time. We're going, we have to, we're going to separate at the same time because I think when you're younger and you have, you make these friendships, like it's easy it's so easy because there's, there's, I feel like there's minimal things that you relate to. Like you go to school all the time, you see each other all the time. Oh, right. I, I like this boy. I like doing that. We play the same sports. Like uh-huh. you relate mm-hmm. on just the simplest things. And I think that as we get older, um, you know, we just find our own things that we're interested in. Right. That, and it's okay to have different interests as long as we respect one another's right. interests, you know? I think it's harder to make friends as adults because I feel like when you're an adult, you have certain standards for mm-hmm. the people that you're cool with, you know? Yeah. Um, and I also feel like we're just more intentional and just, like, more pickier. Like, I feel like when you're in school, you just get cool with everybody. Yeah. Anybody who's in your you class. You want to be is, the cool cat. Right. It's like anybody who's in your class, like, you know their name. You got, like, you're just cool with everybody. But as an adult, you're not going to go to work and be cool with everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, not everybody at work is cool. Yeah. No. Yep. <laughs> Like, there's so many different age groups at work, too. Like, it'd be different if you're, like, all your coworkers were, like, in your 20s. And mm-hmm. that's different because then it's, like, okay, we could, go to, we could go out after work and things like that. But, I mean, there are some older people at work that you'd be surprised. I was going to say, some of, the, some of the people I'm actually, like, that I fuck with uh-huh. and, like, I'm cool with yeah. are older people. Yeah, like, I feel like there's some older people that they just, they just be telling you all this tea. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Not all. Some of them be weird. Yeah. I work with like a lot of older people and I forget that they're that much older than me, like mm-hmm. in their 30s, 40s, shit, 50s, 60s. And I'm like, but you I feel talk like, like that? You cool like that? I be thinking yeah. they're my age. But at the same time, it's like, would you see yourself going out with them? And like on a personal level, like not work? Some I do. Okay. No, but I think you could learn yeah, from think- you could learn from everybody, you know. Right. But I do think that work relationships are just tricky. Mm-hmm. You can't be too honest sometimes because mm-hmm. you can't trust everybody at work. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, HR is calling you for some shit you told them. You know. Yeah. It's like, damn, I can't trust you for shit. I feel like that depends on what work environment you're in too. Right. Like in corporate. Corporate give it. They corporate give shady. That's the thing I'm saying. <laughs> like you can't be cool with everybody. Like if you were that honest yeah. with your coworkers as you are with your friends, you mm-hmm. might get in trouble. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, mm-mm. yeah. You really got to choose shady. carefully when it comes to work. But unfortunately, ooh, that is the only place that we always go every single that's day. Where you spend most of your time. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna you're gonna click with somebody, but it won't be everybody. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Um, but yeah, how do you feel about new friends, old friends, any, um, any thoughts on that? I think old friends are cool. It's cool. But if we're not growing together and we can't respect each other's growth and, and journey, yeah. uh, then maybe it is time to let it go. Yeah. Maybe it is time. I've, you ever have friends that act weird when you bring a new friend around? Yes. Like, it's like, you have some friends that are just like, nope. Like, I don't want no no new people in here type shit. Like, don't, no. Like, they're just very hesitant about new people. Yeah. I don't think, like, I'm always trying to bring people in for everybody to be besties. If anything, 
if I'm introducing anyone new to the crew, we have. What do you mean? We've introduced like new people in our friend groups. Yeah, but I'm saying like you know during social things. Yeah, you know? things that we're hosting. I, right, like mm-hmm. I want to, and honestly, it's been it's been hard for me because this is why I feel like I I just don't like I be wanting to do things like throw parties, and I'm just uh-huh. like the fact that I have to sit here and think about oh no they I don't I don't think that they'll like them or I don't think no. that that's gonna be cool and it's just no like that's exhausting. their problem that's their problem. And it's like, I get it, you know, everybody's not going to be for everybody. Um, But I also think, you know, why be mad with me or or feel some type of Uh way as if like, you know, I'm not bringing these people together on. I don't know. I just feel like. Well, I feel like if you're bringing somebody in, it's for a good reason. You're not going to bring in a new friend if you don't feel like you vibe with them and your friends wouldn't vibe with them. You get me? Like, it's like, it has to be someone that you're like, this person's cool. Mm-hmm. I think they get they would get along with my friends. I'm going to just invite them. But I also think it depends on the environment as well. Like, if it's a it's big ass social, uh-huh. in, you know, event or something, then yeah, I'm just going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be here with my girls, you know. Y'all could come slide mm-hmm. through. Like, it's not my, it's not my personal event. Mm-hmm. It's just an event, an open event that we're going to and i just happened to mention to people to come through like we'll be there Mm -hmm. you know the more the merrier type shit um but i think that if it's something personal um you know maybe or maybe not i have to really fuck with you if i'm gonna be like yeah you know me and some of the girls are gonna get brunch you know i'm not just gonna bring anybody to brunch Uh um especially because i feel like some of my friends can be tough so you know, I think it's just like me to an extent where I'm just like, I'm not for everyone. Yeah. I do have, I have friends that are just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm open to meeting anybody <laughs> type shit. Um, and then there's friends that are just like, yeah, you're not going to withstand me. <laughs> um, so it's hard, but I, I love all my friends. And like I said, I think they all play a part when it comes to me like mm-hmm. i think they all bring out a certain part of me and i love and respect them for bringing all aspects and mm-hmm. you know energy out of me right. um because you know i think that makes me a wholesome person mm-hmm. and i'm fun so <laughs> all right so i have one last question before we kind of like wrap it up but what do you think about couples that like don't hang out with their friends without their partner around that don't hang out with friends with their partner like your partner has to be around all the like time. your partner must be there at all times like um, you go with them everywhere i think it's suffocating <laughs> no i can understand like as women again with our relationships i think it's just natural for us to have such a strong bond. It's not like just like, okay, we're in a relationship. Like I think we Mm -hmm. just, we connect and bond on all levels. So Mm -hmm. um, where I think like as a straight couple, not saying you don't bond with your partner, but guys are going to go do their thing and want to be with their boys. Yeah. Yeah, They'll miss their girls. Like I've seen it. Um, But the girls are going to go do their own thing and and, and have their time. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think as women, we don't separate that because we just like our our relationship is on a friendship level as well. Yeah. Like we have a strong platonic mm-hmm. vibe as well. But anyway, 
So I think that it's natural for us, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like it's what we do, but I also think we don't realize it's so normal because we do it so much, but I think like we don't realize how not so healthy it is. Yeah. I think it's okay to want to hang out with your partner and be like, yeah, I want you to be around my mm-hmm. friends and invite yeah. them too. Uh, but I don't think it's healthy. Or I don't want to say it's healthy, but I, I just feel like, where so, do you get time to, to just be with your some, friends? Sometimes yourself? I just want my friends to myself. Right. Like sometimes I just want it to be me and you. I don't want your partner there. Nothing against your partner. I love them, but I want to talk and I want to talk shit and I want to know what's going on with you and your partner. And I want to say things without feeling like they're going to judge me. You know, like Mm -hmm. there's personal things that you want to share with your friend. Because your friend knows you. Yeah, but you don't want to share with their partner. Mm -hmm. And I just hate this lack of like, there's no boundaries here. Like, it's like I'm talking to one person when it's two of y'all. You you get me? But it's like, I don't want that. That's that TikTok where they're like, oh, so. (laughs) What's that TikTok? When they tell, when they're like, what the fuck are they doing? I forget. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, your friend's telling you a secret. Uh And then their partner's right there. Yeah. Like, oh, you think I'm going to go tell my partner? Like, Like, that's, I get it. But sometimes it's like, sometimes it's just too much. Yeah. Like, they don't got to know everything. I can say I'm pretty hesitant when I talk to, to, like, certain people. Not because, oh. And it, it has nothing. I love all my friends. You know, and and I feel like I trust them enough to tell them things mm-hmm. when I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always discuss my shit, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that that's a me thing because I think like that idea of like people are gonna make shit up, yeah, because they only have my version. And right. then when people make shit up or hear your stories, uh-huh. now they have this idea of your partner. Right. I don't like that. Right, and it's like okay, if that if if you have a friend who's always with their partner and their partner's always around, and then you have to talk about your life and they're there. What if they break up and now this person knows personal things about you? Mm-hmm. That's fucking annoying. Yeah. So it's like you never get that deep because mm-hmm. everybody in the mom is here. This is a fucking audience. Like I'm like presenting in front of an audience now. So I do feel like sometimes it could be a bit much. Yeah. And I, you know, love my friends. I fuck with your partners. Yeah. You know? All love here, yeah. But um, yeah, I do think that sometimes it hinders us from being from further personalizing our friendships and solidifying our bonds when you know you can't have your friend to your lonesome sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it has to be like that all the time, but again, like you said, sometimes when you are in that time of need or like you just want to really get shit off your chest and and talk to your friend like how you used to do. Right, about, um, like, your relationship. But yeah. not talking in a way where you're talking shit. But it's no, like you're just, right. you're just talking about something, you know? Yeah. And it's okay to talk about things. Because I feel like a lot of people shy away when, when their partners are around, you know? Yeah. Like, like, shy away to an extent, like, where they're not as engaged. They don't engage as much in certain conversation. Or they, they're like, oh, no, like, you can't say certain shit because your partner will probably be like, I ain't never heard you say that shit. You know, it's like everything becomes yeah. a like, that's not that's not you. Yeah. Type shit. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, again, like you know, I'm always down for a couple, couple gatherings. Yeah. Um, but I do think you need your, you need your own space and mm-hmm. your own time away from each other. One, so you miss each other. Two, um, so that way, you, again, you have those bonds. You're creating those bonds and. Yeah. Having that space with your friend. Mm-hmm. I agree. 
All right, so last thing that we want to kind of get into is basically like how do you make gay friends? Like other how? than work. Right, like, yeah, other than work because sometimes people at work are not it. Do you feel like, hold on, before you go, do you feel like now all of a sudden that we just come into so many more queer people? Me and you? Yeah, like when we're out, like even just, not even just befriending, but when we're going out and like, you know, like the plant joint we went to today, and it was just like, I th- it's I, giving gay. I, maybe I we it. are just going to like gay places. I don't no, know. I don't think so. No, <laughs> we went not. to like this plant shop. I think the plant shop should be owned by gay people. I honestly <laughs> thought it would have been like a woman in there. No, I was not surprised by seeing these two gay I wasn't men. either, but it, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like in my years and uh-huh. like me being, I feel like I'm always, I always end up somewhere that represents some type of gay gay and like, i maybe love it. maybe everybody's gay who knows if i'm attracting that yes give me more <laughs> right so how do you find gay places all right so i was doing some research because that's what she does that's what i do and honestly there are a lot of things out there so the first thing that i learned about was there's a gay sports team and they have them in a bunch of different cities and they're called out loud sports so you just google out loud sports and you can even start your own team i didn't see one in like jersey or philly so if you are like into things like that you can go ahead and join one of these sports league and you don't have to be athletic you also don't have to be gay but it is really gay so just just know that um so the other thing i found was I'm going to talk about things really in Jersey and in Philly because the world is way too big. But I found this page on Instagram. It's called Sip City Mixer. They're in Philly. And then they also have a POC mixer called, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Melamixin, Sip City, whatever. If you um, type that in into Instagram, I'm, I'm going to spell it out, M-E-L-A-M. I-X-I-N, Sip City. Basically, they have like a bunch of events in Philly where gay people get together and just chill. You know, they be having like different different things. There's another one called Philly Gay Girls. Um, and then there's another one in South Jersey called Sip City, South Jersey. And then there's another yes. one. No, esto va a seguir, vamos a seguir. There's another one. <laughs> In North Jersey, called the House of Queers, and they do events in Jersey and in New York. Um, while I was doing this research, I also found out that there's an app called Geneva. That's G E N E V A, not sponsored, okay? <laughs> um, and apparently, that's like a way to just like make more meaningful meaningful friendships. It's very like queer based, so go ahead and download that. And then I've heard good things about Bumble BFF. Apparently, that's, like, a thing. Bumble BFF has, like, a way where you can have, like, a queer badge on your profile. Hmm. That way people know um, that you're there I to make friends. You I never heard of that? that. I, I've heard of Bumble BFF, but I didn't know. It's like, oh, but here's a queer badge. Apparently, like, there's a queer badge. So you know. That's crazy. I have not tested it out, but well. let me know if, if, if it works for y'all. But I'm sure you guys can find other groups like this, like, in other cities. You just got to really do your research on Instagram or go on TikTok. I feel like a TikTok is becoming a better search engine than like For Google. For like things, yeah. Yeah. But I, I also feel like people, it should, in certain areas, 
I'm actually baffled that some people don't take advantage of the, these queer things that they have around them. Because I like feel like Callie's all the like time. Like us, because we haven't been to any of these. No, but like, first of all, everything's well, we, in Philly. Nothing's in Jersey. But we're mad close to Philly. I, it and, don't matter that we're mad close to Philly, but who wants to go over the bridge every time? No, no, but there's Sip City, Sip City, South Jersey. So maybe we should check them out. Make some yeah. friends. Yeah, but I think these are like low-key things. Yeah, that yeah. Are just They're very small. Up. Like, I mean, yeah. they don't have that many followers, which is even better. But you got Cali. What is it? Is it Houston that be jumping and like all those other, I don't know, yeah, like but other places. But I, I heard feel Atlanta like be popping. For the most part, it's mm. like bars and clubs. Mm. And not everybody drinks. That's fine. Yeah, but I think they also in those spaces they host. Yeah, but then we also gotta think about not pe- just we gotta think about the people in the middle. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she did all this research on Instagram and TikTok. Yeah, she, honestly, like she's look them always up. Always looking through something, somebody I'm page. Trying, she's sending me somebody new, and I'm just I'm like, trying to get all the details. Ooh. Yeah, so so she's she's stock certified. <laughs> Yeah, I yo, I just be finding shit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but so yeah, yeah, if you're if you're in the area, you know, look that up. Mm-hmm. We'll probably add it to the description or whatever. Yeah, I can add them for sure. Word. All right, we get into all this, right. So. Let's get into the family meeting. So my girlfriend and I work for the same company. She's an HR manager and I'm a supervisor, but we work in different buildings. The issue is that when I'm when I am venting to her about work or some gossip, it always turns into an argument because her HR comes out and she's starting to, and she starts getting mad at me and tells me that's wrong. They shouldn't they shouldn't have done that. Wow, God bless. Um Okay, I'm gonna say that over because I didn't think it was all that. <laughs> Relax. Um she starts getting mad at me and tells me that's wrong, that they shouldn't have done that, etc. LOL. But I have I have to remind her that I am venting to my girlfriend and not HR. LOL. It's not fun anymore. So we agreed to keep work separate unless I legitimately need HR advice. We. Oui. <laughs> Yikes. That's a, okay. So I mean, if that's the agreement you came upon, kudos to y'all. But that shit kind of sucks because when you. Other than, like, if you do have, like, friends at work or, like, yeah. people that you work with that you can, like, talk to, uh-huh. I think ultimately we still want to come home and talk to our partners because we could really talk shit. You yeah. know? I mean, I might talk this shit with my coworker, but just just something light because uh-huh. I don't want to be sent to HR. Uh-huh. But, like, if I'm coming home to talk shit to you, like, I, right. I want to talk the shit shit. So it's like, yeah. if I can't fucking have that moment with you, then yeah, that's, again, where you spend most of your time. Yeah. So that's going to be... A lot of our conversation. Why the fuck can't I have that conversation with you? Worried about you. Like, you know? She got to take her HR hat yeah. off when you get in the door. Just take the damn hat off. For real. Because I feel like I get both sides, though. Because I've been a supervisor at times. Mm-hmm. And I was dating somebody or whatever. But it's like, sometimes it would turn into a, into an argument, too. Because it was like, they didn't see where I was coming from. Um, so I get both sides, but I, I hate the feeling of feeling like your partner's against you. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, can you just validate me for one second? (laughs) Just one second, Mm -hmm. you know? So. I do. Well, you validate me all the time. Mm -hmm. You know I work with crazy people. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) But, um, 
Yeah, I hear you, man. It's it's crazy. Just don't talk about it because if it's gonna turn into an argument, then talk 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 to it talk to it with your friends. Yeah. Me and my friends be talking on our group chat all the time, just like random shit. Yeah. And you guys all have different jobs. They're so I, 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 you know, kudos mm-hmm. to y'all because nobody would fucking understand my job unless you work with me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next one. I've been with my girl for a year and a half. She has a daughter who has ADHD. This wasn't told to me up front and it has caused some difficulties in the relationship. We're good overall, but the child is an issue due to lack of respect. How do you find a middle ground or do you walk away? Mm. Ooh, this is hard. That is Do hard. you like know of any kids who have ADHD? I don't know. No? I have no idea. So I don't think people just go around talking about my kid has ADHD. They should talk about it though. I'm I'm not saying they don't, but yeah. like no. you also have to think about the the people we grew up around too. Yeah. Like they're not like, oh something's wrong with my kid. Like yeah, Spanish yeah. people they, you know, growing up, motherfuckers was like, yeah, something wrong with you. They like, chill they the be, hell out. They be hiding it. But I'm not too familiar with it. But from what I know, it's like with ADHD, like the kids cannot sit down. Like they're just like really hyper and like hyper. all over the place, like very disruptive, things like that. Um, I'm going to talk about my experience with my nephew who has autism, which is like completely different. However, it's like extreme. Like you've... You've seen him. Like, he'll just be, like... Sometimes he'll hit people randomly. He's, like, always, like, jumping on things. Like, like he'll say, like, bad words not knowing he's saying bad words. So, it's, like, funny, but you can't laugh because then he's going to, like, keep trying to say it. Autism is, like... It has different ranges. And his is, like, to the extreme where he can't talk, really. Like, he'll talk, but he doesn't have full conversations with you like at all um he'll repeat things a lot that you say and it's it's an adjustment like not to compare with adhd because obviously the two are completely different Mm -hmm. but it's like um it's it's a big adjustment i mean first of all having a kid dating someone who has a kid is like you know a big responsibility Mm -hmm. and then you add something like adhd on top of it it's like you know it's a lot um i think it's rough to date um or not rough, but mm-hmm. it would obviously be a little bit more challenging dating when having a kid because now it's like I feel like there's this thing over them to an extent like they have to disclose everything about their child. Like it's not just like you got to get to know me and I got to tell you the type of person I am, but now I have to disclose to you everything about my child as well just so you can figure out whether or not you want to be here. But I, I feel like that's just like not even that's like that should be regular conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I still think that's rough. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't... I applaud single parents who do yeah. date and have children. And mm-hmm. I applaud the people who, you know, mm-hmm. still date people who have children and yeah. don't have children themselves. Right. But um, I don't know. I don't want to say, you know, walk away or only you know, uh, you know what you want and mm-hmm. the, the type of relationship that you want to have. And the life you want to have, and that's right. that's either with her and and alongside of the kid, mm-hmm. or you know, it's not with them. Um, I just think that if it's really something you want, you're gonna find a way to make it work. Make it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you also have to keep in mind, and I think it's it's harder for us to understand as people who don't have children, who don't have kids, and don't know what the ADHD is like. 
Yeah. It could be it could be different, you know, but as someone who's also like I used to babysit kids and things like that, it's a lot of work, especially when they're not your child. You need to talk you can't say something that's like out of you know, out of line. Mm-hmm. You can't hit them. Obviously, they're not your kid. Yeah. Like it's like you can't grab them and say none of that because if you do, you look crazy, and now you putting it. You know, like it's like it, this is a touchy subject, honestly. And I feel like as someone who's not the parent, you're very limited to what you can say. You know, so and how you can like discipline them. Mm-hmm. And gentle parenting is already hard enough. And then if the child has ADHD then it's gonna be even harder you know so I I honestly don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but I also think like even when you get you think you're on a level with the child mm -hmm. children are constantly changing oh yeah they get so it's like you're always gonna have to do some type of readjusting you know right so if that's not something Mm -hmm. that you want to be a part of or that you want to constantly be in you know in circle with and maybe they yeah. need someone with the kids. Well, may- maybe it will get better as a child gets older. However, I don't know much about it, but that's just uh, an assumption that I have. Mm-hmm. I do know that a lot of people don't like to be on those meds because it just doesn't. It, then they depend on it and they don't want the child to have to depend on these drugs. Yeah. So they just don't give them anything. Right. Um. So, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I hope it works out, honestly. Yeah. that's This is hard. It's always going to be hard. Yeah. Um, I think that's Any it. Any last words? Any last words? We are thinking about doing new merch for the summer. We asked on our Instagram story, but... If you guys have any ideas or if you are like a graphic designer or anything like that, feel free to hit us up because we're open to that. Um, But let us know what y'all want to see. Like y'all want to see some dad hats. Y'all want to see t-shirts, crop t-shirts. What do you guys want to see? Because we're going to try to make something happen for the summer too. So yeah. Hopefully. And subscribe to us on Patreon if you haven't done so already. You can find the link on our bio where we have monthly Zoom meetings and then we have like weekly vlogs and things like that. So Yep. All right. That's all. Do's do's Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. (laughs) Good job, babe. Bye.